listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. And today I sat down with Tori Kilkenny. And Tori, it was just supposed to be Tori, and she started telling me a story. And then we brought up Andre Kim, and then I was like, wait, she's here right now. So we dragged her in, um, and she talked to... So Tori told me a story about... Um, digesting food that got completely interrupted and then Angie came in and we talked about um, being a mother and um, and just I don't know what how, what that what it's like <laughs> mentally and physically and everything um, so today I no live story but I sat down with Tori Kilkenny and Angie Kim and here they are This is like a very haunting time in my life because it felt like a little bit of a mystery for a while. Ooh. But and then it felt like a like a special connection to nature. And then it felt like a very stupid moment because it was really obvious what was happening. Oh, OK. OK. I like this foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's not ringing a bell so far. So OK. 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 Good. So um, for OK. So first of all, you know, that thing where people eat um or any animal, they eat like nuts and seeds, and like they don't fully digest it because like the whole point of nature is that it passes through, and then wherever you shit it, it'll like plant itself. Oh, I should not know that. <laughs> well, the thing this that is people, the first you didn't but know. I, I will say I have diarrheaed out completely undigested uh, rice. Um, well, it's called forbidden rice. It was almost more like it looked like wild Whoa, rice. Okay, I've certainly oh. I've certainly told this right on the podcast, but so I won't retell it. But I. It was after a wedding. I had been doing Molly. I, we had to pull over. I was like, pull over right now. Oh my and we God. went to a Culver's and I diarrhea so hard. And then there was just a handful of completely undigested rice. So yeah, that definitely probably would have grown somewhere if I would have. Yeah. Had we not made it to the Culver's and I did it, you know, in the parking lot of the Home Depot, I'm, I'm sure that the rice would have grown there. Yeah. <laughs> if it was 90,000 years ago, we would have been thanking you. We would have been naming <laughs> yeah. a plot of land yeah, after you. exactly right. Like, this is Beals. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's beautiful. Gen- okay. Uh, Gen- like this. forbidden rice patty. <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah. So we have a scoop. <laughs> it's so, haunted. Don't go in. <laughs> this is, okay. I'm sure the rice falls into this category, but most people like feel it in their day to day life when they eat something with corn in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and their and their poop has corn in it, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But I I I I don't eat that much corn, but um, I have not usually noticed it with corn. But yeah, I, I feel like it takes a special kind of person though to be like, <clears throat> I just shit. Better turn around and like check out what came out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, a, there are people that just peek. flush it. I take a peek. I take a peek. I'm curious. Especially, yeah, I have a curious mind. Yeah, I'm like, if, if I was struggling, I want to know, like, what I was able to produce. If it was, I feel like, like... those are the people also that have never, like, looked at their vagina with a mirror. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I know, like, there's a little there's a little part of you that's kind of like, huh? Like, you're kind of like, whoa, that's okay. But also, <laughs> like, I, no, I'm I am always going to look. I'm also, yeah. I'm also the person that... Um, I saw this spectacularly dead pigeon on the side of the road oh, the other day, and then I stopped and took a picture of it so I could send it to my friend Katie. Yeah. Um, and there was this couple walking by me, like holding hands, and I was like, "This is kind of a weird, like Jackson, yeah. like they're yeah. like strolling down, you know, beautiful fall day, and I'm zooming in on this pigeon carcass." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like talking baby but his, names. I, his leg was like sticking up in this crazy way, but he looked like he hadn't been like hit by a car or anything. It looked like he just died of natural causes, and he was just like. Bleh! <laughs> so I His had to leg rigor mortis snap death. a pick. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god. I mean, I feel like that's the same kind of urge that makes you want to tell your. Are you gagging from your beer? I took too big a drink. You t- yeah. Well, my pee is a little up. I have a really <sighs> delicate gagging <laughs> I do. It's gotten worse in do you, my. Wait, do you brush your tongue? Older. Yeah, and I gag every time. Yeah, I I've been brushing my tongue lately. If and I my... think about stuff wrong, I gag. Really? Also, I've been having to take all these pills. You lately. make a podcast about icky stuff. Well. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to quit. <laughs> this is the last time? episode. Um, I have been having to take all these pills lately. It's like fucking bladder infection. And oh, God. What, what are the other pills? I have like so many pills right now. Um, oh, and like a senior dog. Every time. They're these like chalky, bigger pills. And... I will stand in front of the sink and like try to mind over matter the pills down and I'll literally hold them in my mouth. They're dissolving and I'm going, I'm going, swallow, swallow, swallow. And I can, and I finally swallow it and I go, like, (laughs) no, I mean, it's, it's a problem. Like literally my roommate was like, are you okay? And I was like, not really. No, something's wrong with me. (laughs) But I'm also like, you know, she's 26. I'm like, when you're 31, get back to me because I feel like this is... (laughs) I, I blame it on age. I don't think that's the case. But oh my god! Ugh. I go. Yeah, I'm, it's because I'm older than you. So <laughs> I'm so smug. I'm so smug about being in my thirties. But really, I just have a like trash lifestyle. I was. And I'm like, <laughs> when you're older, you'll get it. And and <laughs> I'm like, when you're in a bender for eight days, maybe you'll figure it out, bitch. Like, <laughs> I had the same kind of shitty attitude. I got my booster, and it like knocked me out for like two days. And I was being a little baby. I was, like, underneath my weighted blanket, just, like, whimpering, like a fucking, like, half-dead cow. It's funny how different it affects people. Because, like, I remember when when Tolar got his booster, he, yeah, he literally was, like, down by the count. Yeah. Under the blanket. And I had mine, and my arm just hurt a little. That was it. Bitch. Anyway, I was, like, dying. Wait, what'd you get? Is it still, like... By brand, I haven't I haven't got a booster. I don't even know. It it was called Spinax or something like that. What the fuck is that? I don't even know, dude. I feel like I got like the Kroger fucking (laughs) or fucking. um... I had like a dude hop out of the van. He was like, "Girl, you want to get boosted?" I was like, "Boost me up, baby." Think how far from the pandemic we are that I can't remember Moderna or what was the other one? Pfizer. Pfizer, which is what I had. I had Pfizer. I can think of Pfizer. Yeah. So wow, we're back out here in the world, huh? It was crazy. Um, anyways, but so you were knocked out from I was spy tax. Spy spy tax. Spy, it was, spy tax. It was what I was like down for the count. I am about to turn twenty eight on Monday, oh, and yeah. it, that pisses me off. Isn't it? <laughs> and I was like, I thought you were at least thirty. Well, the crazy thing is, when my mom was my age, she had a baby. <clears throat> So and my, I'm like, my mom how didn't am have I me. bitching about shit when I don't even I don't have anyone to take care of? My mom didn't have me until th- she was thirty four. And I'm 31, and I think about that all the time because, like, Haunting before, information. no, but like, I had before. I was like, I was like, I have so much time before I have to like be where my uh. parents were or whatever. Obviously, it's not the same situation, but I do think about that. Where I'm like, when I hit 34, I'm think I will have a mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> unless exactly. my life is very much sorted out. Oh God. Anyway, um, even though that's stupid and doesn't make we're sense, we're super far removed from the and beginning I of my just, anecdote. I just had a baby and she's forty. We can have a baby. When she we're is 40. not forty. <laughs> she's forty-one. She. 
If I look half as good as she did as okay. she does by the time I'm, I'm thirty, I will be living my life. She had I know me? for a fact she what had her fuck? she had her second baby when she was forty. And I, I'm I think she had a birthday and I think she's forty one now. Yes. No, I know. And also the baby's like, I don't know, seven, eight months. She's giving it so tight. What the fuck? I was literally I it's literally It's truly bone chilling and we should we should punch her. Her waist size she's looks here like it's at, like 12 the, inches. For she the looks listeners, like she's being trained. I know. We're, for the listeners, we're at the Lincoln Lounge right now. And we are all we just both did the Lincoln Lounge main stage with oh Ungie. She's here right now. We could stop the podcast and we could go. Beat her up. Punch her. Like, you know what this is for, you fucking wait, snatched ass get, bitch. Wait, should I go get her and I'll bring her in here <laughs> and be like, explain yourself? Explain yourself, you snatched ass hoe. Should I do it? Yes. Okay. All right, hold on. Okay, and so Angie Kim <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is joining mm-hmm. us, and we brought her in to tell her that we are sick of the way she looks. Um, <laughs> we're fucking sick of it. And you and, have to explain yourself. And we're sick of the way that she <laughs> is 41. I, I fully had my second child at 40. Yes. Yeah. I can, like, what I don't understand is like, so you, how old did you think I was? I thought you were between 30 and 35. I think you okay. were somewhere in there. Okay, and upsetting. That, what I'm saying is, Based on your personality, but you you have you yeah no you act like you have you know been around the freaking <laughs> sun a couple oh of times because I never <laughs> stopped like, talking about the two thousands. Well, I no. never stopped talking about Backstreet Boys and Avril. Well, not even mm. that, but it's like I mean you can just tell when people are like in their early over their shit. Oh, their yeah, their fucks and, have like, expired. You know, clearly you're not. But yeah, um, but yeah. If I've never if I'd never met you, I would not. I, and you told me you're twenty nine. I'd be like totally. I mean, I th- I feel like you're gonna hear in my voice <laughs> the yes. the packs of cigarettes. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is something. This is something I love about Angie. Um, she will. This has happened multiple times when I've like booked her and stuff, and she will text me. This is maybe five minutes after the show was started, supposed to start. <laughs> And she goes, she goes, be right there. Um, I just have to uh, <laughs> chug this Diet Coke and rip a cigarette. <laughs> Beautiful. And I'm Is like, that your secret? <laughs> you keep it tight? Well, honestly, I'm like, can you just lie about it? Just say, just say your Family Uber, emergency. Just tell me your Uber got in a car crash or something. Yeah. She's always like, I'm just uh, slurping down my Diet Coke and ripping a, <laughs> ripping an, ripping an American sig, spirit. Baby. <laughs> It's the thing that pisses shit off about it. She's just like, lie. And the thing is, okay, I will say this. This is just a comic thing. Like, for me, that is a transition from mom mode to comic mode. Like, that's like the, you know, when um, Superman or Wonder Woman, like, turns in a circle before, yeah, like, yeah, with yeah, her, yeah. Like, thing. And then she's wearing, that's like, for me, I, I have to chug a Diet Coke and rip a cigarette. <laughs> Like in order to become a comic, <laughs> and then you're fucking yeah, you're fucking like your gold bracelets no, pop up. Is- um, I will say though, I because I was like I'm, I I was talking about this with my friend earlier today, where I was just like my David Freeberg. Do you know yeah, yeah, David. Yeah. I used to live with him for years. I, you probably wouldn't know him because I think you started later. But I don't know. Yeah, I think he might have moved by the time you showed up, but. We were because he was like we were talking about like you know having kids and I'm just like I'm like you know now I'm in my thirties I'm like well I yeah. kind of have to just I don't know like a little bit well, I don't but I was just saying like he was like you don't know if you want to have kids and I was like no I like literally I feel so torn about it. Why do you feel torn? 
Well, because I feel like once you have kids, that's all you're going to do is like take care of your kids. That's my concern. Yeah. And like I have a lot of stuff I would also like to do. Like I I would like I would like to have kids. But if if I have to pick between having kids and then the other stuff I want to do, I'm not sure what I would pick. But then I see you and then I'm like, well, you Mm -hmm. are doing like both of the things like you're still. I'm doing both things and another job and another job. No, I know. What so the it, fuck? I do yeah. find it a little and bit a toy. <laughs> that has to I be mean, genetics. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, sorry. I don't. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. My mom is loose and fat. Wait, really? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> my mom what do you do? looks. My mom looks like a Furby. A hundred percent. Oh Wait, no! How do you? Two thousands reference. <laughs> how are you like this? Um, I work at it. I watch oh, really? what I eat. I work out. Like, what oh, are you fucking man. talking about? Like, I, w- no, I wanted you to say that you did no, nothing. Absolute, and it was just no, absolutely, no, absolutely. God not. gave you. Yeah, no. she's drinking clear liquids, and Jenna and I are ripping fat beers. I was gonna say, <laughs> We're not I, I was gonna say I'm not gonna work at it. So if, if that's if that's the secret, I'm not fucking doing I it. I mean, it, like, I truly like. I work at it. This is something I focus like, on. Truly, meant no. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I, the thing is, like, <laughs> I I fucking for the listeners, I do. <laughs> I, I I. But the thing is, I work at everything. Like, I work at comedy. I work. Yeah. I, I work hard at the thing because yeah, also I don't I not, believe that. I don't also have any sort of natural talent. I'm not naturally gifted genetically or like in any way. Like, I'm truly. I, I'm not. Like, um, my family are like they're all they're troll peasants. <laughs> Like that's, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm an I. You listeners can't see me, but I am an Asian person. I don't know if you intu- intuited that by my name being Unji, but like, <laughs> I'm an Asian person with like people who are have been in jail. Like you know what I mean? Like this is troll, like peasant shit. Like I'm not of fancy people. So yeah, like of course I have to work hard at everything. But like the thing is, like when you guys, I hear this so often from younger comics about like wanting and like being afraid of giving birth and like afraid of mm. becoming mothers mm. and this is the thing the birth part i'm not afraid of but the responsibility of yes. a baby yes. is is bone chilling find find a I good think, partner honestly, the birth mm. yes mm. no obviously mm. I, mean, I was gonna say you clearly i i found a good partner it, yeah and by the way my partner does not believe in my dream or me <gasps> really no 100 percent does not i remember telling Cleveland, like uh cleveland anderson um, I remember telling him this, and he was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" No, like, no. how are you out here then? And I was like, "Cause he loves me, yeah, absolutely does not believe in the dream. Thinks all of this is foolish." Like, I came to this after we got married. He was shocked to discover this. I and- have dated people that I don't believe in their dream, and I was part of me was like, <clears throat> I mean, when we and we broke up, and it didn't matter. But like, I have dated people where I'm like, is it okay that I like? I, I would never like not support them in doing the thing they believed in. Yeah, but you're like you're not gonna be a DJ. But you yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> but there was like part of me being like, I'm not gonna say anything about it. But also like I am like, but I've also dated people that I super believe in them, and then they don't go after it. So it's a, it's a weird thing. Like I know I was just sorry. Uh, no, I like, <laughs> uh, that's, that's why I took that pregnant pause. It wasn't to be dramatic. I was burping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it is a weird thing, but it's it's actually it is nice to know be like, yeah, I mean it's not yeah, whether but also like you can believe in someone and it'll never work for them. I mean, this is the thing. Because it's I, so I don't, much, there's I, a lot of luck. There's a lot of who you know. And I don't need him to believe in me. 
No. I'm doing it. Well, if that's he, really, I'm doing that's that work. Really but also, yeah. he, he doesn't have to believe in you to support you. That's what I mean. It's like, also it like, does, if he did issue. would you stop? Fuck no. No. And that was, that, that was actually the issue where, like, in our marriage for a while. So, like, when you guys are talking about... Um, like what does being, he do, by the way? His own, he owns his own business. What was what is that business? Like real estate shit. So it's like uh, it's like it's not like. So he's doing pretty well. He's doing good, but it's also like it goes up and but goes also down. You have a, okay, I, I have a thing. I have a full time job. Yeah. I've been doing the thing. Okay. I mean, so I think people like because of my persona on stage and like what I say, they don't. I mean. They also have to understand, like, I come from a very lower middle class background. So, mm-hmm. like, for me. As this, do I. Yeah. So, when we started making $100,000 a year. How, what do your parents do? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I just remember. Wait, like, do you come from money? I don't, really don't know. I don't come from money, but my we, we were I was never privy to any kind of, like, conversation of, like, hey, things are tight. We need to, like cut back so you like christmases christmases were good like we went to disney world we were sure. we were fine because we fine growing up i thought i was middle class but it was because i grew up surrounded by like severe poverty yeah <laughs> so i honestly no honestly if i can be straight i thought i was rich growing up and my parents were making like my mom was a teacher and my dad's like self-employed i think they were probably making the both of them together like Maybe like sixty grand a year, like you know. Yes. Well, I mean, this is the '90s, so maybe that was different. But like, yeah. My mom. No, that's a middle class existence. My mom is a choir teacher, and my dad has like had, or he does. He's kind of retired now, but he had his own little business. Yes. He needed to work a couple weeks. My dad stayed at home with us, and my dad went, or my mom went and taught. Oh, cute. But yeah, no, we. That happened to my dad because he had a DUI. (laughs) (laughs) My dad um, stayed at home for a while. My dad sobered up when he was like. He was like 25. He's been sober for like, I mean, he's like in his 70s now. Okay, so give like, it up for daddy. He's been sober from alcohol, but. I know. Pour weed, one out for daddy. I was saying, <laughs> weed. <laughs> that oh, okay. Uh, okay, so California. Literally, I remember, when I was in fourth grade, I like put everything together. And I was like, oh my God, that's what that smell was. <laughs> I just, that's how, that's how my dad smelled. <laughs> We're gonna, Wait, we're so off track. Wait, what were you okay. talking about? What were, it was about to be something so beautiful and so deep, and I was um, so getting sorry. ready to cry. Um, okay, I was no, getting there. Uh, you no, grew no. up lower middle class. No, no. no. I, oh, I was talking about money, and it's just like, yeah, like just the second that we made X amount of money, uh, over a hundred thousand dollars a year, I was like, mm-hmm. we're rich. You are rich. Uh, no, but the thing is, in the city, in a certain like actual, this is I'm mm. giving you the reality right now, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually not upper middle class yeah that is oh in chicago you mean and yes in chicago yeah yeah or really anywhere now Mm -hmm. if you're making a hundred thousand dollars like this is like when we talk about capitalism and shit like that actually is part of the breakdown because that's not upper middle class anymore Mm -hmm. but for me i was like we're rich we can go on a vacation Mm -hmm. without thinking about it Uh. absolutely i can go on a vacation without thinking about it we are rich rich, but it is and i and i feel this way like i look at my son and he he I looked at him recently. Does he go I was to like, public school? He goes to public school. Okay. But I literally him. looked at him and but was like, which one? <laughs> Shut up. He goes up. to a good one. He goes to a good one. He I'm got into the program. In Chicago, you do have to test into public schools, which is like. It's fucking insane. And he tested in. He tested in because so of the pandemic. Because everyone left the public school system. Uh, good for but him. But I mean, I literally looked at him. I was like, you live in a house with stairs. But also. You're good. 
in oh, Chicago? Wait, I was just yes. in House of Stairs in Chicago? Thank you. Literally. Thank you for being impressed. Literally. I am very impressed. Holy okay, fuck. So the last podcast I did, I was talking to Sam Raja, and she was saying how her and her partner lived in this place for a while that had a, it had stairs, but it was the like. Um, spiral staircase spiral one, up to the which attic. Which is a little, oh bit of a little bit of a cheat, but I yeah. was like, if you live in Chicago and you have stairs, like that's a pretty nice apartment. It's a pretty nice apartment. And she, and she was like, yeah, it was, it was nice. It was so nice that I couldn't afford it and had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but but, so, but no, I I very much agree. If you guys, I mean, absolutely. If so you have I think, in Chicago. That's saying something. that's it's really saying. And I said it in Indiana. No one fucking cared. But like, the thing about oh it God, is when don't. I'm talking about like partners and giving birth and becoming mothers, especially in, like to other comics, it's like I think there's this like idea that your life ends. And like the unfortunate truth is like we all have mothers whose lives didn't end. Yeah. And we see what it looks like for them if they didn't continue living a life for themselves. And, like, I don't understand why the template for us is continues to be that. When you see the model in front of you that is not happy, is not as uh, – didn't fulfill any sort of p- potential. Has regrets. Has regrets. Like, like why? Like, they love you, but they are, they are like, well, what Resentful. about – Resentful. My little dream. I yes. Yeah. I mean, my mother, like, didn't have another child. Right. I remember her. Wait, you're an only child. I am an only child. And I know that like she had an abortion um, when she first came to the country because she got pregnant again. Because I'm a miracle baby. Oh, you were already born. I was already born. I was born in Korea and I was a miracle baby. They have been trying for three years. I think it's because my dad fucks bad. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you wouldn't have told the joke, I would have started sobbing. So thank you. <laughs> but like, I was a miracle baby, and like, um, three years into their marriage, I like they had kind of given up. They were looking at like adopting a child, and I arrived. Oh, and wait, where did you did you grow up in Chicago? I was born in uh, Korea, and then I came uh, here when I was two. Yeah, I grew up in like in the city though. In the city, yeah. Wait, in what neighborhood? Um, like where Seoul Avenue is, and then when I was in second grade basically i moved out to the burbs and so my parents like it's like this whole american dream like you know and then like they went in through bankruptcy that's why my credit is bad because they use my name like you know (gasps) the classic stuff it'd be like that yeah Yeah. it it does and your credit is so fucked up it's so fucked up but also because i'm bad with money (laughs) (laughs) okay i I was gonna be like Mm, okay, 41, 41 years later, you you didn't uh, pay anything off. Okay, no, no, no. I I'm also horrible with money. I but be- I believe that. Absolutely. That's why you're so fun, though. Yeah, it's because I'm like, because that's the thing is like your flaws as a human continue to persist. It's not like things. I will say the only thing that changes within you that you have no control over once you become a mother is how much you love your children. Oh. No, I'm just saying, like, that's, like, the thing that like, you have no consent over. It feels yeah, crazy. I believe that. Yeah. It feels crazy. Because I, I remember um, my, 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 one of my best friends from high school and I were both pregnant at basically around the same time. And we were, like, that was the thing that scared us the most. That there is about to be hap- – something was about to happen to us over which we had no consent that we knew was going to irrevocably change our eternal yeah. psychic makeup. But that's and it kind was, of – 
I mean, I want to ride. I, I absolutely. Can't imagine. And that I, seems like I, the best drug you could ever do. Absolutely. And you do absolutely. it every day. Absolutely. And and this is the thing when I <laughs> talk to my younger like single friends, it's like mushrooms every day. Ab- Shut ab- up, Jenna. Oh my I god, I mean, move. Jenna's like, oh y'all, it's like a drug. Oh, no, no, it is. It, it is. Well, I mean, it literally is. When you give birth, your body puts out all the like yes. love chemicals. And makes you fall in love with your baby. This is Jenna convincing herself that she's gonna have kids. So you don't. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Well, it's like I do want to have kids. I, mm-hmm. I do. I think I, you love. You would love. To I, have I love babies. Yeah. I like. I've been. I've been. Um, I mean, your baby. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. And she was a little standoffish, but I was <laughs> when I did meet her the other, the other week. She was a little standoffish. I will say that she was kind of a cunt, but. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I want to touch you so bad. I was like, I want to hold this baby. Andre's baby is. Is she fat? She's fat. She's a little fatty. She's, she's fat. Oh, she's she, got curly hair. I was gonna say, truly, <gasps> the thing that d- makes me crazy for her is she has this curly, curly, curly <gasps> hair. She's black, curly hair, like like Shirley Temple curly yes. hair. With oh an Asian god. face. Yeah. Oh my god. Asian face, <laughs> white people and, hair. Yes. Fat little arms. And she, yes. chunky yeah, yeah. legs. She's so oh. chunky. She's, oh yeah, she's god. so, yeah. And Andrea will like sh- send me a picture out of nowhere and be like, sorry about it. And I'll be like, <laughs> she sent me a picture of like her like in the backyard and like her little overalls. And I was like, oh my god. Oh no. Oh my god. And she had a little, she had a little top knot. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> She's so she, cute. Oh she literally God. has the same haircut as every barista in Logan Square. Yes, 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 she does. But the crazy thing is, we are already having this like animalistic, like rat brain yes. reaction to you describing your baby. So yes. the fact that you made her, you look her in the eyes every day, and you have this like primal feeling of just like love. Oh, yeah. And also, it's like a thing that, you it's know, good. like it's like a this like feeling that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't unbutton your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, no, no, no. You're feeling right down right. there. Yeah. No, no, no. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing weird. But um, no. But it's like this is a good thing that this is like for thousands of years. Like this is like it's like you know this is how the human beings we, like we fall in love with these babies. I did this research with Dane, my boyfriend. We are 7,500 generations long, us yes. people, like human beings. Yes. Yeah, it's like we are, the gener- we are the result of 7,500 generations of fucking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, what's, what's. And you can hate the person that you, got and you absolutely and can. And then that baby comes out and then. And I, let me just say, I also am a fairly distant mother. Like, I'm, I like, just like in terms of my own trauma, like, I'm not like overly whatever. But. So when I talk to other comics and like we talk about they talk about like they can't imagine space in their lives for this. Mm-hmm. The most exciting about this thing about all of this and the thing that I, I think as a mother can really impart on you guys is that your heart grows. <laughs> like it's it's like you, whatever space you don't think <laughs> exists in yourself or in hair. your li- I'm just saying like the, whatever space you don't think exists in yourself in your lives or your heart. It does grow. And it, it is really remarkable to realize that in yourself. It's like, oh, because when you think about your day and you think about like sort of the th- shit you care about, you're like, what else could I fit? You know, like I, mm-hmm. I what else can I cram in here? Because I'm barely getting by now. Oh, my God. Right. And this mm-hmm. is the obsession. I'm, I'm nodding vigorously. The, the listener yes. can't hear this, but I, I'm, I'm nodding <laughs> a lot right now. Because yeah. it's truly that's what feels sort of yes. crazy to you. You're like, I can barely do everything now. And the reality is that once it all happens, everything grows. 
And that's the shit that like I think most parents are describing when they talk about joy in like why children matter is that. That like your life literally in your body and your mind and your heart literally expands and that's what's fucked up about it. Like that you, well, you can't understand. And no, I yeah, I wouldn't think I could understand, but I do I this not that this is the same, but so <laughs> when because like when I, got I can't cat. wait I cannot wait to hear this <laughs> no, no, fucking no. explanation. No, no, no. no it, I'm, I'm saying, it's it's not the same as being a mother. But when so when me and Toller opened up our relationship, yeah. somebody gave me the book The Ethical Slut. Which yes. <laughs> I said thank you so much and never read. And then Tola read it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Cliff noted it for me. But <laughs> one of one of the really interesting takeaways that I got from uh Tola reading the book before reading me, it. Ew. I felt so bad. She was the like Tola Cliff slips. She was like, Have you read it? And I was like, not exactly. I've been fucking a bunch of strangers, but no, I haven't got around to uh the literature. Um <laughs> But one of the things in that book was that there, it was like, so like love is um, a renewable resource. It's yes. like we mm-hmm. don't have, mm-hmm. we don't have like, um, like there, there's no limit of the amount of love. It's not affected by capitalism. It's not finite. It's yeah, not so finite. We, yeah. You can love. That's when people are like, you know, if you have multiple partners or whatever, <laughs> you have so much love to give and you can give them to multiple people. What, but what is finite is time. You only mm. have so much time mm-hmm. that you can give. So that it, it, that was a very like interesting thing where it was like, yeah, because it's like, you know, like I can have you know multiple people that i have so much i care about them so much but i only have so much time for each person and i'm sure it's probably the same thing with children where it's like yeah all this love you have so much love to give but also you do have only so much time and it says like you want to do your the thing that you you believe in yourself and you want to do comedy and then it's like but you also want to put them in bed at night so it's like i do i i I 100%. So one of my first uh, and most important uh, writing teachers was uh, one, one of the first people on the internet, the first blog on the internet. You can look her up, Marianne Mohanraj. Oh my God, 2000s reference. That's okay. Right. Absolutely. She was like on like the intranet at fucking UFC. And two, she was polyamorous before it was cool. <laughs> like in in the early 90s late 90s early I'm not, 2000s i'm not sure it's so cool but. yeah it's, it's not anymore <laughs> she wrote literary she wrote erotica uh, she published the first book of erotica that was waterproof <laughs> oh my god like god intended okay, okay. where to god look girl, her up marianne monrash and the thing is because she was polyamorous she had had these lovers and loves and important people in her life that would come and go. And the thing is, like, all these expectations that, like, you do everything all, all at once all the time, this is unreasonable. So, yeah, I, I have limitations on my time. So sometimes I kind of disappear from stand-up. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't book myself on a lot of shows. I don't do this. I don't push Which also hard. I think is so healthy because, like, so many people are like – if I stop, it's over. And it's like, no, take a break. Go on a vacation. And like live a life worth commenting on. Exactly. Yes. yes. Live yes, a life thing. worth if commenting on. If all you on. do is go to go to shows and open mics and then it's like what do you have to talk about nothing you see the sets you know when i write the most stuff is Mm. when i like go on a vacation like i went to like europe and i came back with like four jokes that weren't even about the trip i just thought of them when i was there because i was out of my routine absolutely i mean this is such a better i mean 
to me, this is the truth. And then sometimes my children, like my son recently was telling me, he told me to stop drinking so much Coca-Cola. Yeah, you told me that last night. And, the, and so <laughs> She was going to get a second Diet Coke and she was like, I promised my son I wouldn't have a second. <laughs> so and she's like, I got and tequila. Then, she's like, I have a tequila soda. <laughs> but like. You're good for your little boy. I, but I think in his mind. She's like, I'm doing this for my son. <laughs> tequila soda, please. A double. <laughs> it's for my boy. So, he requested I'm a good mother. <laughs> um, he. He, I think that like he's recognizing a little bit of the time suck that shows are. Mm. What's well, because cr- he's yeah. getting older. Too. He's getting older, and what's yeah. crazy? It's not the time. His concept suck of time is probably much more concrete, but it's not so much at bedtime. His issue was that after you do shows, you're not up as quickly in the morning. Mm. Yeah. You don't spend as much time with mm. me. Totally. And it was like, and he had crafted an argument for it <gasps> that was compelling. And I was like, I heard it. By the way, he also challenged me on me doing feature work on the road. He was like, "Is it worth your time?" <gasps> and which but I the think the Two Kim show was coming up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what well, the no, fuck? I just say that's totally worth your time. But yeah, if you're opening for like, you know, someone in Batavia, yes. cigarette in yes. Indiana, yeah, is it worth your time? Yeah, probably not. Also, it's monetarily probably not. Not. Yeah, but it's like it's. And he most comics are aware. like literally like scabs. How like, he? I'm always like, Seven. we should unionize, oh and I'm like, God. we can't because everyone here, every, scab. We, we are amongst <laughs> scabs at all times, <laughs> literally. But like, I, I, I really do think like I think I do think comics should unite unionize because There's like clubs way. can do whatever the fuck yes. they want, and they'll be like, hey, come feature and drive to fucking bumfuck North yes. Dakota, and the uh, you do six shows. No one's there, and we'll give you two hundred fifty dollars. No hotel. Figure it out, and and then it's like you're like, oh no. But then the next guy's like, yeah, whatever. I'll be there. I think it's because <laughs> comics are more desperate than any other group. Dash, yes. we didn't make this happen earlier. If if you ask actors to make a, a fucking union these days, there's no I fucking know. way they no. would do it. No. They'd be it's like, true. I will get naked faster. I will spread yeah. cheeks sooner. Yeah, are you truly. kidding me? Yeah, no. Put the camera inside my vagina. Go exactly. For it. I don't exactly. We're we are so, so off topic. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. But just like and that's what I mean about like your your time and everything will actually grow. Your time won't. You're right. It, it is actually heartbreaking to me, um, especially because I suffer from so much mental illness. I'm riddled with it. <laughs> so it is actually really unfortunate um, for everybody involved in my life. <laughs> Not me, though. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Wild card. Yeah. I, I, I like, you know, because like the people that feel the offshoots of it are like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're tertiary, yes. it's a blast. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're my mom, I would be like, ah. <laughs> I wish you made my lunch for me every morning. <laughs> Just use a can of tuna sealed. <laughs> All right, have fun in kindergarten. Get out, get out there. No, I mean, what used to happen is, like, I would just get way less sleep. I just did much less. Like, I was running on vapors. And now mm-hmm. I am actually, this is the thing. I'm for as 40. I at 40, I do have much less energy for shit. Like, I have much less time, but I'm much better planner now than I used to be. But at 33, like, I was running on vapors. I was literally operating because my son had slept very poorly. So I was running on two to three hours of sleep regularly. And I mean, like, I would do shows, I would grind. Baby can sleep. Yeah, oh, that's, that's nice. the troll energy. I mean, truly, like I, I would just like <laughs> I would do that, and then uh, 
uh, come home drunk from shows, make lunch. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, and I, yeah, I like truly like, make lunch, set out all of his shit, like do this stuff, like make um, you know, like school shit. Like there's just so much stuff. Do all this stuff, sleep, and then like my husband would take over in the morning. But like, it was brutal. And your and your son would wake up and be like, God. I know, and like right sometimes he'd be, no, he'd just like, "Mommy's sick, <laughs> oh, you're ill," <laughs> by which he meant hungover. Yeah, and like I couldn't get up. Never tell him. <laughs> but, I mean, he know, I, I think he kind of. Like, I think he'll figure it out. He figures it out. I mean, because once um, my friends came over and we went through like I think four or five bottles of wine, and he couldn't believe it. He was like, "You went through all." He was like, "Oh, you guys ain't." too much wine <laughs> <laughs> i mean like it's he gets it he's understanding it because he's also as an old like i mean he was an only child for seven years he's intuiting a lot of mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. but like he does even yeah. a little smarty pants he is a smarty pants because i can't remember what you you told me a story about him where i was like he had like a little project or something he was doing and i was like oh my god he's he so seems like a little smarty pants. he's a smarty pants and is as in he's a smart ass yeah, uh, he's a smart ass. <laughs> okay. Just like his parents. Okay. It's actually upsetting. I mean, that is actually ultimately the best thing. Like, we all talk about therapy and all this stuff. There is no better remedy to your shit than seeing it reflected in a smaller human. My dad used to say that to oh me all the time. Yes. When he would get mad at me, he'd be like, you know why I'm so mad at you? He's like, because you remind me of myself. Yes. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, well, I can't fucking help that. I didn't have to be here. <laughs> this is this is literally in day one of therapy. My therapist is like, why are you here? And I was like, I want to be, I want children one day. And I want to have some shit figured out by then. So when they come along, I'm like a semi- normal human like i want to be able to be like you're not gonna be fucked up right like you're not gonna be will, the way that i was be. they will be god in some way will. i mean you don't you can't intent. be perfect i mean you, yeah. you, I, yeah. like, you guys i've been thinking about doing this bit on stage but it's like you know unless you're like a fucked up person there's no way you ever want to fuck up your kid you yeah, set out with like the most honest and altruistic and most pure intentions mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden you're dancing around your child with like a check for a hundred dollars from sag after <laughs> Like, I'm richer than you. I'm richer than you because you think it's funny. And all of a sudden, your son is obsessed with money. <laughs> like, my son is constantly trying to start a business. He's constantly asking me what stuff costs. Well, and I'm like, yeah, actually. But I mean, like, there's literally the moments, like, moment I can pinpoint where, like, oh, I fucked you up. <laughs> this is the moment. It was that little dance. That little dance where I was like, I'm richer than you. I'm ri- And I'm shaking a SAG average card for like literally $89. Honestly, good for you though. <laughs> I would do the dance. But it was, it, you know, you don't intend for this, but it's, I don't know. I, I think that like, there's, my friend talks about this a lot. Where she's like, you can't give your child anything you don't have. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Like, so like when you're talking about, confidence or like self-worth oh i love sorry. that sorry but you know what i mean like any of those things you cannot give your child that unless you have it yourself and like that's the thing is like you worry about all the shit it's like no i think you have to continue to when you talk about like wanting to you worry about leaving comedy or like what happens to your life like what would it be if you gave up all that stuff what would you be able to give your child I mean, like, baby, you want depression? Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, like, would you give them, like, a like an accurate assessment of, like, what it is to pursue a dream or do this or do anything in the creative field? Like, that is, for me, when I ingested that and really took it in, 
I understood what the deficits were in the love that my parents gave me mm. and then understood like, okay, I am going to be giving this to my child, but I hopefully won't be giving it in a deficit. I'll be giving him too much of something weird. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and now we're back. Okay. Now, the, for the listeners, we're mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Andre left, mm-hmm. and we're going to finish the, cor- <laughs> the corn story. And the thing is, I don't know why I brought it back up like that, because it's not even a corn story. I just need you to remember the fact that every time you eat corn, you should. You should. And there's out. little pieces of corn. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Amazing. Mm. So there was a time when this um, pasta was, like, really popular on TikTok, and everyone was fucking making it. And it was, like, a the brick. The feta thing? Yes. Yep. Yes, that. it was a brick of it fucking was, feta. It was very pandemic. You yes. put feta in the middle, and then you put you'd roast the veggies. Yeah, there's it. like there's like little tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Yep, exactly. And, and the thing that, pasta, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful and amazing. And the thing is, it's a brick of feta, so it's like molten cheese. What is gonna happen? You're gonna meet. <laughs> what the fuck is gonna happen with that? What do you think was gonna happen? What do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> but they're like you're indoors, so just like take it. Yeah, it didn't really matter. So I was eating this like brick feta pasta monstrosity and the thing that i would do because i'm a healthy girl is i would put in a bunch of fucking spinach and mm. i would put it in after it was done and like the heat would wilt it and i was like oh my god i'm gonna shove and i would <laughs> eat this shitty ass like pre-shitted liquid it was just it <laughs> was, it, the moment i put it in my body i knew it was gonna happen every time i would eat it i would get the tummy rumblies in like mm-hmm. five minutes i had those today. five to ten yes it was horrible. When I was on my run. When you're on a run. I was like six bucks oh. away and I was like, oh, oh boy. I was like, we got to pick up the pace. <laughs> you got to pick up the pace or you got to pick a bush. Yes, because seriously. you hide and squat. <laughs> oh, my God. So this, I'm eating this pasta. I'm on like round two or round three and enjoying my spinach. And I finally, <laughs> I do one of those like spinning like peaks after like a really horrendous, like pissing out the asshole shit. <laughs> And I'm seeing a whole leaf floating at the top of the toilet and looking me in the eye. Like a whole leaf like would fall off the tree and be on the sidewalk. And it is at the top of the toilet looking me in the eye. I'm like, this leaf has not been chewed. It has not been digested. It's almost it like. Was swallowed whole. It was swallowed whole. And, now and it lived to tell the tale. And, and for the longest time, I was like. I think Mother Nature is speaking through me. <laughs> I was like, you're, you're reading the spinach leaves in the toilet. I was. You're, you're telling fortunes. <laughs> it was horrendous. And I was like, am I connected to nature? Like this is, I don't understand why there's a whole leaf in the toilet. Like what kind of leaf is it? Is this like a maple tree? Is this, is this an oak? I'm like thinking that something through Mother Gaia is happening to me. <laughs> Because I can't imagine the circumstance where I'm eating this, like, liquid cheese pasta with spinach in it. And I am eating whole spinach leaves because they're all wilty, so you can just suck them down real easy. And then immediately ejecting them out my asshole. (laughs) Undigested. And for the longest time, I'm just like, this is happening to me. And then finally, this this is my beautiful conclusion. My body is not well. I'm not <laughs> digesting this food. I'm unwell. <laughs> I'm unwell. And that and that is why I'm terrified to have children. This, does this all come full circle? Does yeah. it? Uh-huh. This is what happens. So this is my, this is like kind of a corn story. 
I'm I'm connected to nature. I'm ready to have kids. I'm ready to send them this podcast. <laughs> Anything else? If you guys ever, if truly in in you know twenty years when your kids find this podcast, it, um, <laughs> on whatever the weird like deep Tumblr of you know twenty fifty is. Ugh. Um, I hope I hope you I hope you're well. <laughs> oh my god, they're like, Mom, we thought we found your thing on junket, and I'm like, yeah. What is junket? And they're like, Well, someone made a squeege of it, and I was like, What the fuck is a squeege? <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike podcast. I've been here with Tori Kilkenny. My Instagram is at Tori Kilkenny. K-I-L-K-E-N-N-Y. And my big thing is I'm turning 28 on Monday. And in celebration, I'm doing 28 minutes. That's almost a half hour for almost 30 years. On Friday, October 27th, at the Lincoln Lodge, God's Venue at 7 p.m. And I have also been here with Unji Kim. Oh, my Instagram is at the best Unji, E-U-N-J-I. That's it. Thank you. Sorry. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Sport.